You're listening to Trinity Fremont's Sermon Podcast, where you can hear God's Word preached each and every week. Our purpose at Trinity is to raise up Christ's followers in our families and in our communities. We pray that as you listen to this week's sermon, you'll be encouraged and equipped to live out your faith in all that you do. So a little over a, a year and a half ago, my, my wife and I, we decided to, to do something together, uh, to, to kind of go through a process together. Uh, and it's, it's called the Whole30. Uh, and if you don't know what the Whole30 is, it's basically 30 days uh, where you just eat whole foods, unprocessed foods. Uh, and so because of that, it, that means that they're also, you're refraining from eating certain foods, right? Not only did we avoid those processed foods, but we also avoided sugar and alcohol and grains and legumes and dairy for those 30 days. Uh, and for those 30 days, we did really well. There were times where Stacy was dragging me along because I didn't want to do it. And there were times where I was pulling her along with me because she didn't want to do it. But, but we never cheated on that for 30 days. Right, we both lost weight, but more importantly, we felt better. We, we, we felt like we had more energy. Mentally, we felt better, like our brains were even working better. But, you know, so one of the goals of this, of this whole 30 process is to see if there, there are foods or types of foods that your body doesn't tolerate well. So maybe it's grains or maybe it's dairy or maybe it's alcohol that not necessarily you're allergic to it, but your body just doesn't do well with it. Uh, maybe maybe eating grains makes you lethargic, uh, or things like that. Uh, so after 30 days, your body has a, has had a chance to get rid of all of that and, and reset. And then there's this reintroduction period where you introduce one food group at a time and see how well your body responds. One of us did that reintroduction process well. It was not me. Right? I signed up for 30 days and 30 days only. Right? Day 31, it was time for bacon cheeseburger with fries and a nice dark beer. Uh, it was time for ice cream. It was time for donuts again. I, I remember, you know, just wanting to come to church and eat a donut, but it was during that time where we weren't coming to church at all. So I had to go get my own donuts. Uh, but, but that whole 30, it was over. It was done with. And even though I felt so much better eating that way, I, I didn't want to stick with it because it, it took work. It took planning. I had to actually like think about what I was going to eat later that day. I couldn't just mindlessly shove food into me. So anybody want to take a guess at how well, I, how good I felt that week after the Whole30 ended? Yeah, not great, Bob. Uh, did not feel well at all. Anybody want to take a guess at how long it took me to put on the weight that I'd lost during that process? Not long. A and then some, right? But since then, Stacey and I, we've talked about maybe about doing the whole 30 again, maybe for 30 days, maybe for even just a week, but we haven't. And you know why? We like chocolate. We like bacon cheeseburgers. We like our Reese's Extreme Blizzard with chocolate ice cream from Dairy Queen. We like food that we like, right? And it's easier to do what we want to do when it comes to our choice of food if we don't have to think about it, but we can just do what we want to do. Well, today for you is day 41 of a 40-day challenge, 
Right Over the past 40 days as a congregation and as individuals, we've committed to community. We've studied scripture. We've prioritized prayer. We've, we've sought solitude and we've chosen church. So my encouragement to you is don't let your day 41 of the being challenge be like my day 31 of the whole 30. Right? But it's really easy to let that happen. It's easy to, to slip back into our old ways. It's, it's easy to, to brace for 40 days, knowing that it might be difficult, knowing that, there might, that we might need to change our habits, all the while looking forward to day 41, where we can relax and where we can go back to the way things were, where we can do the things that we want to do again. Because that's our tendency in this fallen, broken world. We like easy. Right? That's why for some of us, we choose to have surface-level relationships or social media relationships or, or really no relationships at all because that's easier than committing to community where we have to open up and have real conversations about life and faith and our hurts and our struggles and our pains because we like easy. Right? That's why for some of us, we don't, we don't open up our Bibles for ourselves. And if we do, we, we have a surfacey level reading of it, and we definitely skip over those parts that we don't like. That's easier than studying Scripture and be remi- being reminded of who God is and who He says that we are, because He says that you are His chosen child, that He has adopted you into His family. And, and because He's adopted you into His family, He's also called you to live differently than the ways of this world. But we like easy, right? And that's why for some of us, our prayers are often the quick rote prayers that we say before meals if we remember and definitely not in public. And then when we do pray outside of those mealtimes, it's often kind of a last-ditch effort. I've tried everything that I can do in my own power. It's not working, so God, will you fix it for me? Because that's easier than prioritizing prayer and having conversations with God, speaking and listening praising Him, confessing our sins, and giving thanks for His goodness and mercy. We like easy. And that's why for some of us, our lives are filled with busyness and distractions. Because that's easier than seeking solitude and consistently spending time alone with God to to grow in relationship with Him. Because we like easy. And that's why for some of us, our sporadic, or our worship can be sporadic. We come to church when it fits our schedule, when it fills our needs, when it makes us feel good. Because that's easier than choosing church and consistently being in worship, choosing to give up other things that are at the same time in the schedule, choosing not only to be encouraged by those around us, but to encourage those around us, choosing to engage in worship even when it calls me out on one of my sins. Because we like easy. Well, do you know who else likes easy? Satan likes easy. Uh, When when he came to tempt Jesus in the wilderness at the end of his 40-day journey, his 40-day fasting, Satan's temptations were all about trying to get Jesus to, to hit the easy button, to take the easy way out. Satan says to Jesus, oh, you're hungry? Well, let's, let's take the easy way. Why don't you just turn those stones into bread? Jesus, are you really sure that you are God's chosen one? Well, why don't you prove it not only to yourself, but to all of Jerusalem here up on the, the, the peak of this temple? If you jump off, the angels will catch you and everyone will know who you are. That'll be easy. Or, or Jesus, did you come to rule? 
That, that's going to be hard. Why don't you just bow down to me, Satan says, and, and I will give you all the kingdoms of this world. It, it's easier that way, Jesus. You can skip all the pain and suffering. You can just do it the easy way. Right? That's, what, that's what Satan said to Jesus, and I, that's what Satan's going to say to you today on day 41. That's what Satan's going to say to you tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that. Just take the easy way out. Just hit the easy button. But instead of listening to what Satan has to say, why don't you listen to what Jesus has to say to you today? And it's a verse that many of us know. It's John 3.16. And Jesus says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Right? God could have taken the easy way out, and after Adam and Eve sinned, he could have just hit the reset button. Let's start all over. God could have taken the easy way out and given up on you when you continue to sin time and time again, when you, when you continue to, to break the relationship, to, to run away. But God loved you, and he loves you so much that he didn't take the easy way out. Instead, he sent his son, Jesus, to die for you. And Jesus also could have taken the easy way out. He, he, he could have listened to Satan at the very beginning and just, and just taken the easy way out and said, yeah, I'll bow down to you. Jesus could have called it quits when it got really hard, when it got really painful. But Jesus loves you so much that he hung on the cross for you, for the forgiveness of all of your sins. All right, this life isn't easy. Jesus says uh, that in this world you will have troubles. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And so hear what else Jesus has to say to you from Matthew 11, starting with verse 28. Jesus says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Or, or hear that in, in the, the message translation, which is a paraphrase of what God says. It's not a word-for-word -word translation, but, but it helps us get the, the feeling, the idea of what Jesus is saying. And so uh, the message version says this. It says, are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burnt out on religion? Well, then come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it, Jesus says. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you, but keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Right? This Christian life is not easy. It's not a life of, of shortcuts. It's not a life of sunshine and cupcakes, but, but you need to know that you are never alone. Right? Not only does Jesus walk with you, many times he carries you. Jesus says that his yoke is easy, not because life is easy, but because he takes your burdens off of you and he gives you rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Right? When you truly walk with Jesus, it's not forced. It's robotic. It's, it's these unforced rhythms of grace. And I, I love the way that that's written because there's a difference between rhythms and routines, right? We've seen that habits are good. That's what we've been working on these last 40 days to, to put these habits uh, of Jesus into place in our lives. But, but when these habits become routine, they just become something that we do and we forget about the why, 
In this case, we forget about that the, 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 this is a growing in relationship thing, that, that we grow in relationship with a God who loves us so much. The routine, it looks like reading a chapter of the Bible, but then not remembering what it says uh, the, you know, 15 minutes later. The, the routine is, is just going through your prayer list and, and, and kind of listing off each thing without even thinking about it. Or, or it's praying the Lord's Prayer while making a mental shopping list of, of what you need to go get later today. But Jesus has learned the unforced rhythms of grace. When I think about rhythms, I, th- I think of a toddler that's just learning ha- how to explore. He-, he ventures away for a short time, but then quickly returns to mom because he finds his, his reassurance and his comfort in mom. And it's because of that reassurance, it's because of that comfort that then he has the courage to go out and explore some more, but then comes back to mom and goes out and comes back. And it's that rhythm that's natural. Right? It's the same for us to be with God, to, 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 to be with God, and then to go out to be sent by God, but then to come back to be with God, and then to go back out to be sent by God. And again, it's that rhythm of grace. Watch with me and learn from me. Learn, uh, see how I do it. Right? Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. So as you think about those unforced rhythms of grace, the question that I have for you today is, is what can you do to make sure that your day 41 looks different than my day 31 did? Well, the, easy, the, the first thing is, is don't hit the easy button, right? Don't, don't just go back to everything that you did. But in your own way, consider what that might look like to continue being like Jesus. And so uh, on your way in, if you picked up a bulletin, you should have had a card that looked like this in there. I want you to pull that out and take a look at that. Uh, But this is something that I want you to take home with you to to pray about, to to think about, uh, because it's got five commitments on there. And so what might it look like for you to increase or to continue to commit to community? Maybe it's to continue with your life group. I know many of you joined in life groups over the last 40 days and found great blessings for those. Maybe it's to continue with that life group just past, you know, past just the 40 days, but, but that becomes the rhythm of your life. Or maybe it's to join a life group. Maybe you missed out on that at the beginning of the Being Challenged, but, but you want to jump into that and continue to, to grow and to commit to community. What would it look like for you to, to increase or to continue to study Scripture? Well, again, that's going on in our life groups as they gather around God's Word. Uh, it's also happening in our adult Bible classes. It's happening in confirmation. It's happening in family Sunday school. How can you commit to studying Scripture? It's, it's happening in your homes, right? As you read God's Word and don't just check it off and move on, but, but you read God's Word, you reflect on it, and you put it into practice. What might it look like for you to increase or to continue to prioritize prayer? Right? Are you in a, a communication with a God who loves you dearly? What might it look like for you to increase or to continue to seek solitude? Right? Do you have a time and a place set aside that, to consistently spend alone time with God and, and to be filled with Him and His Word? And what would it look like for you to continue to choose church? Right? Will you commit to, to being in worship consistently, weekly, to be equipped for the week ahead, to, to be encouraged by those around you, and to also be an encouragement to those around you? Will you commit to being in worship consistently weekly 
to be reminded of the good news that, that Jesus died for you for the forgiveness of your sins. And what might it look like to, to commit to community, to study scripture, to prioritize prayer, to seek solitude, and to choose church? Right? Because as you do that, then, then you want to be reminded of those ways. Not to just write those down and forget about them, but, but be reminded of that. Take, that. take that card home with you, right? Fill it out, put it, on your, uh, put it on your refrigerator or put it on your bathroom mirror or someplace that you'll be consistently reminded of that. Also in the back on your way out, grab a sticker. We've got some Be Like Jesus stickers and put those in different places throughout your home or in your workspace uh, so that you can be reminded to be like Jesus, to, to walk with him and work with him and, and, and to learn those unforced rhythms of grace. And as you do that, again, hear what Jesus says to you. He says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. All right, as we continue into day 41 and day 42 and, and every day after that, let's co continue to commit to be like Jesus. Amen? Amen.